theyeshiva.net. We're up to Oiz Gimel in the Maimer of Mi Kel Kamoicha. Noisi Avon, Samach Aleph, column two on the bottom of page 121. Iv Gimel, so what we learned last yesterday in a nutshell, Mamish in a nutshell, is that Hashem essentially, real truth is transcends time. Time is a creation. But we live in the world of time. We live under the spell of time. Tshuva kadma la'olam means that tshuva is the yearning to go to the place which is kadma la'olam, which is beyond olam, which is beyond space and time. Recognizing that the ani Hashem nisi, that the change that of creation, which is, begins with time, is basically an articulation of two letters, Sachakal, which is Yud and He, Yud Olam Haba and He Olam Haza. And therefore, that reality that's beyond time is always, is always present, is always as real as it gets. And yet, the purpose of creation was, Hashem wanted a, what we call a Dira B'Tachtoinim, a home, a dwelling place in the lower realities which are governed by time and space. Because tachtoinim, lower, the lower world means the perception of reality, the experience of reality, which is of course within space and within time. And <laughs> we had a break for a while. <laughs> that you got to blame sunrise, which is also part of time. <laughs> so when it says Shivisi Hashem Lenegdi Summit, it means he says Shivisi and Tehillah means I make, I create. Vayas David Shem. The Zoya says David made made the name. Vasisem Oisem Vasisem Atem. The Zoya says Kilu Asuuni. You make me. What says you make me? The name Yudke Vavke, which is the transition from a thing, something beyond time to time, which is the Lashem Yichud Kudshabrichu Shchinte, Liyachad Hashem Yudke Bevavke Biyuchudashlim. The Yud represents the Tzimtzum, where infinity has to, so to speak, crunch itself in to finiteness, to dwell in a place of finiteness, and within time, which is finiteness. That's what the Yud represents. And then there's the continuation of the He and the Vav and the He. So, Shivisi Hashem Lenegdi Summit. I make the name. Diri B'Tachtayna means you, you, you make the name meaning that the godliness is revealed, the truth of godliness is revealed within a world that's finite, within a reality that's finite. And that's the Yichud, L'Shem Yichud, we say before davening, to unite Kuchabrichu and Shchinte, or Yudke and Vavke, Biyuchud Shlim, 
to have the fusion of the two realities, which as he explained at length, that ultimate fusion, that's what Mashiach is, that's what L'Asid Lava is, V'nigla K'vayda Hashem, V'ro'o K'albasa Yachtov, K'fi Hashem Dibba, V'davan HaRosh Hashanah, V'hoifa Badar Goyen Uzecha, V'yeda Kol Pol, K'yata P'yalti, V'yavin Kol Yitzor, K'yata Yitzarte. Not only the way it's now, where it's nitfus, it's grasped by Oivdei Hashem, Be'emes, people who are Oivdei Hashem, and also in a Pchina of Emuna, not an Oifin of Hasaga. So he continues further. He says, This revelation of the Yichud. Yichud is, of course, fusion, unity. That Eidein Seif Baruch The light of the Ein Seif, which is Lifnei HaYishtalshalos, which precedes, which transcends Yishtalshalos. Shtashlus is the evolution of the energy from the highest place to the lowest place, which always begins with Ratzai and Shaiv. But we're talking here the Eidin Saif that transcends that. It's beyond Zman, it's beyond time, even time in its most condensed form. This Gilu, Lamata below, in Seder Shtashlus, in the structure where there is the evolution of the energy, which is Takas Zman, which is under the influence, and in the realm of time, this yichud that we're speaking about, the shame yichud of yutke bevavke, or kuchabrichu and shchinte, of ein soif, which is beyond zman, beyond hishtalshalus, in hishtalshalus, which is in time, humizgale bebaltshuva. This is most experienced in the person we call baltshuva, in the avoid of tshuva. Definition of tshuvas. He returns to Hashem with his heart, with his soul, his very being. As his soul yearns from the depth of his heart. Because tshuva is what, what causes that nimshachloi. Tshuva is what allows him. It's a cause of because of tshuva that there's a ha'ara, a light, a ray that comes to him from above. What do we mean from above? From the ein soiv that's deeper than ishtalshulus, that's beyond time. That's what we say in the morning in shachris, right after the bracha, right after psukah de zimra. We start the first blessing of kriyashma. So we say right We speak about. The light, he gives light to earth and all who live on it with compassion. We don't take sunlight for granted at all. Also renews every day the creation. So we speak about the creation. And then we say, HaMelech HaMerumum Levadoi Me'oz HaMeshubach VaMefoyer VaMesnasim Yimaisalem. These words sound familiar. HaMelech, the king, HaMerumum, who was exalted by by your minion, they they meditated on these words. HaMelech HaMerumum Levadoi Me'oz. That's Kedai HaMotza Nechshul Veren, and to get stuck for a few seconds, even though the Chaz in life, just to get stuck a little bit. Huh? <laughs> 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 so 
So when you speak about Hamela or it's the light, that's Zman. In fact, our, our, our major, uh, uh, way of, of measuring time was through the sundial. It was through the orbit of the, the day and the night. You know, you couldn't deny that there's sunrise and there's sunset and there's midday and the sun is above your head and then the sun is in the east, the sun is in the west and then there's night. That was the major, the first, the major, I would say, human experience of the, of the movement and change and flux. But then you say, Hamelech, the Melech is Merumim. Merumim comes from the word Yeroim, exalted, Levada, alone may us from then, or from way back. Hamashubach Vamafayer, he's praised, he's exalted, he's glorified. Vamisnase, Mimois Oilam. He's above Yemois Oilam. Yemois Oilam means the days of the world. So he says, what is that? Beyond what we call days of the world, there's and the actual days of the world. is the source of Zman. So we speak about the thousand years that are like one day. Is this day called Zman? Is it just one day that for us is a thousand years? That's the concept of time, relativity, even within physics, that in a different environment and in a different speed, what in one place is 50 years is another place one day. And the clock has to be adjusted because it literally moves slower. He says, when you speak Elif Shonam Esmal, it's not that the Yom is Man Mamish. Elif Shonam Ka'achas. It includes a thousand years. Im But it's the source of Zman. It's the concept of Zman. In Zman itself, in other words, there's Zman the way it's down here. The way there's man, the way it's down here, but in a different speed, in a different environment. The way, the way this man is in a higher place, in a higher world, in a higher world, where it's condensed, where Elif Shonam Beinacha could be Kiyom Esma. And then there is where Zman becomes one Akuda. And then there is something that's completely Lamaila Mehazma. That's Hamisnase Mi Mois Elam. Ula Zais, Ayyadei Hamshachas Arazu. Chuva, what is Chuva? We said Chuva. Is Truva is the person's yearning or the person's connection with that which is beyond Zman. So he says, When this light from beyond Zman comes into the Zman, the person also becomes completely not defined. He's Yimas, uh, becomes disgusted with being limited in the world of time, why? Because what he wants is, he, he has the dveikas, or she has the dveikas, in the Eid Saif itself, mamish, which is Lamaila Manazma. So this is the real union of Tshuva Kodma that it touches, it touches the Nakuda of Emes, which is beyond Zma. There's always discussion in people's lives about Living in the moment, right? Living in the moment is considered a very great virtue, the power of now and everything that comes with it. What is this concept of living in the moment? That very often people are not living in the moment. They're living in the past or they're living in the future. 
They're anxious about the past. They're anxious about the future. And I can't even be present in the moment. There's always something going on. I have to do something. I have to prepare for something. Living in the moment is really appreciating that this is where it's at. Wherever I am at right now, this is the purpose. This is the tachlis. So in other words, instead of thinking about tomorrow, not th- not in a negative way, I mean, there's a concept of thinking about tomorrow in the sense. Right, that's what I'm, I'm qualifying. I'm qualifying that learning from the past is a good thing and preparing for the future is a good thing. The question is where you're living. Are you living part of the moment could be I'm preparing for the future. We always do that, right? If somebody's going on a trip and they're packing... <laughs> So they're packing. But it means really, you know, seeing the opportunity in the very moment. But that's all, that's all in the realm of Zman. Elamai, the question is, what do we say? Ha'avar ayin, ha'hoiva, ha'asad karif, ha'hoiva, ha'astadayin, ha'hoiva karifayin, daigamin ayin. Right. So in other words, to live in the very moment, in the, in the heartbeat of the moment, and especially I'll be Torah, and I'll be the famous uh, explanation of the Baal Shem Tov, that the world is created every moment. Like we just said, HaMachadish Betuvay, B'chol Yom Tamed every day and really every moment, as we say before Kriyashma. So therefore, in this very moment, you have, this is, this is where it's at, this moment. And it's a very great blessing when somebody could live in that moment, because wherever they are, they're fully present. They're there with their essence, they're there with their being, and they're not just trying to run away from any moment or getting stuck in a previous moment or in a future moment. So both in a positive sense and the negativity that it avoids, it has tremendous advantages. That's all in the realm of time. But Latanya is saying that tshuva is deeper than that. It's not just, I want to be present right now. I have one minute, this minute, where we're going to meet, I should be fully present. Yeah, that's a very big thing. But there's something even deeper than that. And that is, he says, what tshuva really means is, I want to connect to that which is not bechlal in together of zman. That's what I want. I want to become one with that which doesn't exist in the realm of time, which means, of course, also, if it doesn't exist in the realm of time, it's beyond time, but time also doesn't affect it. Which means... You live in time. How do we understand? Is this a mechanism or an exercise? I don't know if it's a mechanism or exercise. I don't know. I, I <laughs> That's too it. sophisticated question, if it's a mechanism or an exercise. Oh, are you saying how the background works? And, okay, so I'm going to... That's an avoided that a person can... If I can't comprehend what it means beyond Zman, because I live in Zman, what are you t- telling me? Right. You're telling me how it works in the background? The person has a moment of plus and life, is you telling me what happens without my knowledge? Okay. That's, you know, that's such a difficult question. I don't, I, 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 I don't know if it would be an appropriate answer in this conversation, but I wanted to say, wait a minute. But it, but it's probably not an appropriate answer for this uh, question. <laughs> yeah. My documentation about it would be true or true. If if the tachlis is to move via, you know, to 
Yeah. Why why about Chuva da why Chuva Kadmalailam? Why Chuva Dafka? Yes, though you said Kadmala Helam, that made sense. Kadmala Helam is the same thing. Kadmala Ilam is Kadmala Helam. That's something I can place. Yeah. 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 Can a finite mind comprehend what it means? A place and time that just killed it. That's beyond time. I can't. So yeah, I don't know the the word is comprehension. I don't know if the word is comprehension. But here's the point: when you speak about living with the now, which is which is a very beautiful and a very noble and a very important concept, it's just part of the picture. And the word is part of the picture. It's really not the nakuda here. The nakuda is much deeper than that. It's that every moment, and again we're using the word moment, at every moment a person has the ability to touch that which doesn't exist in the world of moments or time. Which means I align myself with something that's beyond time and therefore it's by definition eternal. Not eternal because it's going to last for a year or two years or a hundred years. Because it's that which is lamaylam and hazma. If you say that creation of time, that creation was not of time, time was always there, so everything lives in time. But since the truth is that the emes of reality is time is just a dimension in which you experience reality. So avoidus hatshuva, what's avoidus hatshuva? Avoidus hatshuva is, represents the person who, so to speak, frustrated. Shuva is always the tension that comes from failure. That's what the concept of chuva is. You have to return. If I wasn't lost, if I stayed in my source, I don't have to return. Why, why are you from failure? It's nothing so good. However, Okay, but it's 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 something is prompting it. Something is is, is motivating it. Yes. It's not the. I don't want to be. I don't want to remain in the status quo. I don't want to remain in the status quo. And Tzaddik doesn't want to be in that, in that same realm? If it's the Tachas to be... Yeah, paradoxically, the Tzaddik, because his life is working, <laughs> so he could remain confined by what he has, because it's working. That's the my love tshuva, the my love tshuva. You say, B'makam Shabbat tshuva, I am the main Tzaddik and Gemurim. Because the tzaddik, life works. It's a gate. It's, it's beautiful. So if it's beautiful, what do I have to go away from it? It's fine. So the tzaddik could live in the world of time. Dafke is the world, the world is not working for him. So therefore, tshuva is like the, the, what's the word? The, like the slingshot, the, it creates a momentum, the, the frustration, the truva creates a momentum that becomes like a, it catapults, that's the word, it catapults, it, uh, how do you say that? It's, uh, uh, like a lawn, like, the spring, yeah, the, it, uh, yeah, it's like when the spaceship, you know, <laughs> leaves the source and within a few seconds, it's already beyond the effect of gravity. Yeah. That's the, that's why he keeps saying the Kloisa Nefesh, Meyumka the Liba. That Tafka, that Shruva brings a person before the Oilam, Kadmala Oilam. 
but he's not completely out of Zman. That's what he says, that there's a Pesagilui of Lamailam and Hazman in the Zman. Obviously, we're still living, the Balchuva lives in Zman also. It's not to say like the Aved become the combustion for you to be able to jump up. Yeah. The combustion becomes from the from the negativity, whatever that level of negativity is. Lavdavka, like he said, it's Lavdavka Bala Veda. Huh? If the tzaddik is a baltruva, if the tzaddik is a baltruva, yeah. <laughs> if he's a baltruva, sometimes when he's born on the mountain, he stays on the mountain. Huh? <laughs> yeah, that's the, we learned once about Kali the Gemara says Kali Yomov B'Tshuva, right? There's the concept of Tshuva on different levels. So it's not, I want to be in the present moment because I don't, I want to have more Menuchas HaNefesh, I want to have more serenity, just be present. Don't, don't live in the past, don't live in the future. That's good, but it's much deeper than that. It's that every moment, I could align myself with that which doesn't exist in time. If it doesn't exist in time, every moment is really an eternal moment. How do you align yourself with something? That's what dveikus and ain't soif means. Dveikus and ain't soif means I'm not just cherishing the moment. I'm not just living in the moment. It's the a realization. What does dveikus with Hashem mean? What does it mean? That at every moment I can touch that which doesn't live in a moment. It's lemailam and hazman. Bemela, it's eternal. I'll tell you a lushan, Rabbi Litzman, you mind passing the safer in front of the, the Tanya in front of you? The, there's a lushan in Tanya. In Perik Chafhei, the Balatanya says, it's an interesting, very. Chapter 25, he speaks about a Jew doing a mitzvah. He says, he speaks about when a Jew becomes connected to Hashem through Torah or through mitzvahs. The yichud of a moment is eternal. If you're connecting with the truth, it doesn't exist in time. So maybe you can't say, oh, now I was connected. In an hour from now, my mood changed, I'm disconnected. He says, no, if you got connected to this Nakuda, he doesn't exist in time. He's Lamayla ben Azmaz. Amel the Yichud is a Nitzchi la'olam vat. V'chein gilir yitzayna shebediburi shuwa tayru hu Nitzchi. His ruts and the way it's articulated in his dibur, which is tayru, is also Nitzchi. M'shikos of dvaira lekeinu yakum la'olam udvaru v'chayim v'kiamim la'ad. Ela shalamatu tachas azman. It's just by us, it's a clock. It happened from 9 to 10. It happened from 9 o'clock to 9.05. U'ba'oysa sha'olavada sha'oysa gba betayru de b'mitzvah. And it happens when you're Isaac in the Torah. Ki achakachim Isaac b'davaracher nifred me'ayichude elyon lamata. Because afterwards, if you change, so then down here, well, well, now you're different, right? Yesterday I was this. Now I'm today. I'm different. Ba'aynu k'shayisik b'dvarim b'tayim lagamri sheim b'am tzarech klal. But yichud zel lamayla hu nitzchi la'olam vod. What what is this? What is this saying? That's what he's saying. Bringing out here. This is not a small thing. This means. That Vekas and Hashem, what Torah Mitzvah really means, it's not just you doing the right thing. It means you're aligning yourself with something where time stops. There's no time anymore. 
You're touching a place that's beyond time. But Mele, it's eternal. Not just eternal because it's going to last for a hundred years, for a thousand years, for five thousand years. That's all eternity within time. There are things that last for a minute. There are things that last for a month. There are things that last for a lifetime. And there are things, hopefully, that last for many lifetimes. I mean, not everything. Even the Roman Empire at some point uh, came crumbling down. And probably one day, even the New York Yankees won't exist. I mean, I hope not, but... Uh, Maybe, maybe even Coca-Cola. Maybe even Coca-Cola, right? I mean, listen. Bear Stearns, Lehman Brothers, things, huh? Things, huh? Kodak, huh? You have a chuli v'chuli. It's just, it's tachas asman. So it's not so easy to find something that's as a nitzchiistic, besides the IRS, maybe. I don't know. Uh, they say the only two things that are guaranteed is death and the IRS, right? Huh? Death and taxes, yeah. We were just identifying the source. So, uh, also only in business with the uh, also right, also. Even though they once asked a, a Chinese politician what his view of the American and French Revolution were. So he said it's too early to tell. <laughs> a couple hundred years was, uh, you know, babies, babies. But even Ili Yitsuya, something could last forever, which is not so partial. Because it's within Zman. And anything like that, Rabbeinu B'chayi has an expression, Death begins with birth, right? The destruction of your phone, Lahavdil, begins when you use it the first time. When you use the car the first time. The copy machine, the first time it's used, it begins to die. Because that's the entropy principle. Basically, the energy starts to be depleted, however you want to explain it. So therefore, by definition, if it's within time, there's change. Dveikus is the pshat, that a Jew who's aligned with Hashem, as Dveikas and Hashem, every moment is not a moment. Every moment is infused with something that's beyond Zman. So it's not just, I take it seriously, it's not just be focused, it's not just the power of now, it's not just be present. Uh, of course be present. This is everything. That's all there is. It's not just, it's now, but tomorrow there'll be another now. This now, if it's aligned with that which is Lamaylam and Azman, at every single moment, you have the opportunity, even though we're living in a world of time, and we're living in a world that everything constantly changes, to touch when you when you experience dveikus in the Ein Soif in that moment, whatever it means in that moment. Because every moment, dveikus could mean something else. Depends where you are, what you are, what God wants from you with that moment. What are you connecting with? You're connecting with something that's essentially eternal. This is not a moment. It's not a moment. It's a moment that transcends time. It's a moment that transcends, not just that time goes slower. That's a big thing. Time goes slower, meaning it lasts longer. It's, that's, that's also true. So the Balshamtav told his brother-in-law that there's worlds where time is condensed. Here it means that you're touching something that doesn't exist in the world of time anymore. It's beyond time. Time is a creation. And therefore even the world, the word eternal doesn't really apply because eternal means it lasts in time. I'm just using that word because that's the word we use, eternal. What am I going to use? It's really a world of timelessness that transcends time and therefore is completely not under the flux of time. So it's a moment. So somebody who appreciates that and it, where is it really manifested? It's really manifested in the world of tshuva. Because not in the world of tshuva, the clock works for me. Time works for me. The Balchuva is frustrated on some level with his past or her past especially tshuva in its most real and ultimate sense. So I'm catapulted out of time to a place of ain't soif I want to touch, which is beyond time, which allows him also to fix his past. And therefore, 
He doesn't want to be stuck in that world of Zman. Ah. Koveya is to nail the moment that it shouldn't, it shouldn't end. Ah? Yeah. But what does it mean to really be in the moment? To be in the moment means to realize that God is here. And God is not defined by time. And even the changes of creation didn't change that truth like we learned before. So therefore, in reality, at every moment, I can touch the place that's beyond moments. I'm not touching an important moment. I'm touching on eternity. And therefore, I'm affecting eternity. If I could become davuk in that metzius, in that truth, which is always present. Fakert, zman is just two letters. It's, it's a yud mitahay, it's the whole zman. <laughs> just two letters. Saying, but I'm not interested in that yichud, I'm interested in the world of time. Okay, so you're investing everything in the two letters. It's, it's not present in, in a certain sense of not drunk. You're not drunk by the vicissitudes, by the pressures of, of, of time. You're not drunk by it. You realize that the kavana is in zman to be megala that which is lamayla min azman. At every moment, what I want to touch is that which is not shayach to time bichla, that which is not beyond time. The cook stuff may have been. Look, the Torah is not programmed in anything. The whole world, the whole world. What what whole world? Who's talking about the whole world? First of all, welcome to America. Or I should say, welcome to Liyajna. Uh, but what do you? I don't know what you mean by the word pain. You mean no suffering. You don't mean no pain. Yeah, you don't mean no suffering. Of course not. <laughs> no boundaries. It's not just cherish the time, the days pass, be where you want. He's saying something much deeper than that. That at every moment you could become dovuk, that with that which is lamailam and azman, it doesn't exist in the world of azman. It's not a moment. I'm touching eternity, mamish. Not eternity because it's going to last. If it's really aligned with Ein Soif, it's beyond Zman. All of Zman is a creation. That's the choice a person makes. And the Balchuva has the schus because the time, the, the time, time was wasted, time was squandered, time was ruined. So he's catapulted, the combustion of the negative energy takes him to a place that's Lumailam and Azman. Tshuva is Kadma Lailam, that's what Tshuva means. What does he gain when he gets there? I can't answer that question. What he gains, I don't know. What do you gain from any of this? No. It brings him close to what? To, to learn, to bow him to. What do you gain from truth? I don't know. I don't have an answer. Okay, and what do you gain from that? What do you gain from that? I don't know the answer. What do you gain from that? Doing what the Meshama came down to do. Okay. You get to You know what? What you. In a bazriya, what do you gain from all this? 
Okay. I think you find your purpose in life. That's what we get. Okay. That's what I Plug in. You plug it? Fine. Find the purpose of being his mother. Forget about gaining at least you're not losing it. <laughs> <laughs> losing it with, with different meanings, right? Isn't it to find the purpose of living? To, to be in his mind? There's a Mishnah Pekayavis. What does the Mishnah say? Vasarim Amaris Nivr Right? He didn't need ten mamaris. He could have had maimer echad. One utterance would have been enough. Ella. So let's hear the answer. To exact payment from the rishayim, the wicked people. Because they destroy a world that was created with ten, not with one. What's the chilek? The chilek is God didn't invest a minute. He invested 10 minutes. He didn't invest a day. He invested 10 days. He didn't invest a lifetime. He invested, if I destroy what you created in a day, mela. But if I destroy what you created in uh, 10 years, ooh, now I deserve a punishment. But also in quality. In other words, he could have created the world with one mind, and then what would they create? They would create, they would destroy, what would they destroy? The world that was, was created with one mind. Now they're destroying a world that's created by Asara Mamaras. One second, then the Mishnah continues. And also the Tzadik gets more reward, because he's not just uh, maintaining and validating and giving existence to a world that was created with one mime. Rather, to a world that's created by Sodom and Mars. Now, the Tzaddik is helping, so to speak, maintain a world that wasn't one lifetime of work. It was ten lifetimes of work. So the Schar is much more. He's not just saving a little world. He's saving a big world, a major world. So therefore, the Schar is more. Now, what do you say about this Mishnah? <laughs> uh, it could be a hundred, okay, so then you'll ask why not a thousand. Okay, fine. <laughs> so first of all, first of all, it's interesting that the Mishnah says first to punish and then to give reward. It sounds like almost the Tachlis is the first thing is to get back at those who destroy it. It's like I'll ask you, why are you putting so much energy into your business? The first thing is to just, to punish those who destroy your business. <laughs> and then to give reward to those who tzaddik, should be first to give schar for tzaddikim, no? Who are, who are, are contributing so much. They're not just contributing to a s- small world of one maimer. He starts off with the rishayim. Very interesting. And then you ask a question, why 10? Why not 100? Why not 1,000? It could be a 10,000. And then the sky will be greater and the punished, the Rishon will be punished more. And it's also a strange thing that Hashem could have created a simple world. The reason He created a more complex world is I should be able to punish you when you destroy it. It's like a funny thing, no? It's like you'll say, I could have bought, I could have bought my kids a simple toy. 
The reason I bought an expensive toy is that when they break it, I should be able to punish them. <laughs> and by the way, and give them reward when they don't break it. It should be the other way around, no? Which is why so many people develop certain attitudes about God. Huh? For Mishnahs like this, when you don't understand what the Mishnah is saying. The bigger question is, this is a more Lomdisha question, the Madrash Shmuel asks, if you could create something in a moment, and you decide to create it, not in a moment, but in 10 days, it doesn't become more precious. It's just you decided to do that. It's wasteful. And it's a Nagayan business also, in halacha, Right? If you build something, huh? Okay, but I'm saying it's the product. If you, um, I don't know, if you make a watch, yeah? The watch takes an hour to make and it's worth $5. But you decide to make it in 20 years. <laughs> by doing nothing most of the time or by whatever. You know, making believe that you're doing big things. And then I destroy the watch. What do I have to pay for? Think practically. There's a watch that's worth $10. And you charge me, I'm an immigrant and I don't know English, so you dupe me and you charge me, yeah, a thousand dollars for this watch. So you fooled me. It's called deception. Yeah? Somebody destroys it. What's the halachically, what do they have to pay? <laughs> they have to pay the real value. Replacement. How much is replacement? Five dollars. But I paid a thousand dollars. Okay, Nabah, you were deceived. So just because Hashem decided to make the world Masada Mamadist, that's his problem. It's not my problem. If you could have made it one, it is one. Yeah. So what do I have to pay for Sada Mamadis? But the truth is, you understand the question? The Mishnah is a very is a much the Mishnah is saying something much deeper. Asara Mamadis Nivra means that the world was created with Asarim Amaris. Asarim Amaris is the source of diversity. There's ten different utterances. The whole world is diverse. Everything has its own place, its own time, which is what time means. Time means not just everything has its own place, but everything has its own moment. In other words, everything is different. Because even if this cup of coffee a moment ago was a different, it was a moment ago. Everything is always changing. It's not just there's me and there's you. Even me. There's me now and there's me tomorrow. And there's me in a moment and there's me in the last moment. Nothing, everything is in flux. Everything is diverse. There's you and there's me and everything is also under constant change. Because yesterday you were one day younger and tomorrow you'll be one day older. With all the changes that happen as a result of that in terms of the biological clock, and just in terms of general flux and shinuyim, the world of shana, of milash and shina. Basarim amaris nivra The whole world is created by basarim amaris. Basarim amaris represents the fact that there is diversity in everywhere and everything. Shem could have created the world with maimer echad. What's maimer echad? Maimer echad would have been a different world. What would have been the world of Maimer Echad? It would have been a world in which you would see Echad. You would see oneness. I don't see oneness now. There's you and there's me and everything is different. There's the grass and there's the animals and there's the galaxies and there's seven billion people and there's countries. Everything is different. It all starts because there's ten and those ten branch out into more details and more details. We don't see the Echad, the oneness. We spoke about the Yichud yesterday, the Yichud. Everything is diverse. 
Why is there Asarim Amaras? So the Mishnah says there's two reasons. <laughs> one is for Yeshayim, and one is for Tzaddik. The way it should have said is, Lahanish Asarim to punish the Yeshayim. It doesn't say to punish. What does he say? Lefroya. What's praya? We have to get paid back. Lepara means I lent you money. Priyas Balchayv. Priyas Balchayv means I pay you back. Doesn't say to punish the Rishayim. It says Lehipara to get paid back from them. They owe me something. There's a debt. Lehipara, I want to get paid back. What do they owe? They were given a world. What do they do with the world? Instead of maintaining and building the godly world that was created by the Sadamamaris, Ma'abdin Asylum. They misused it. They destroyed it. A person takes his body or his soul or the world around him and he misuses it. He violates it. He breaks it. He destroys it. There's a debt. You were sent down for a purpose, as he said. Lipara. How does he pay back his debt? He's the first thing. The first purpose is for him. There's something else with tzaddikim. We'll soon get to the tzaddikim, but that's second too. It's number two. What does the Balchuvah do? The Balchuvah destroyed the world of Asarim Amaris. How does he pay back for what he did? He destroys it a second time through Tshuva. He destroys the world a second time through Tshuva. His Ma'abdin Amaris causes him to be able to go back to the Maimer Echad, which is beyond Zman. Because his system broke down, the system didn't work. So the Baal has to go beyond the system. He has to go beyond the limitations of the system. Because the system didn't work for him. The system, on the contrary, the system he ruined. So if you ask the system about this person, you're lost. How does he pay back the debt? He reveals in the world something that's called Maimer Echad, beyond Asarim Amaris. He touches the essence that transcends the diversity of time and space because he malfunctioned the product that God gave him. Liparam in he pays back, he destroys the world twice. One in the negative and one in the positive. One in the negative... That was the Russia. And one of the positive, through Tshuva. What's Tshuva? Tshuva is returning. Returning back to what? Back to the Nekud of Echad, which is beyond Asarim Amaris. Only the Baal Tshuva can do this. The Tzaddik can do this. The doesn't have to do this. The Tzaddik lives in a beautiful world. The Baal Tshuva's world has been shattered. So therefore, this prompts him to touch a place which transcends existence as we know it, it touches the place which is beyond time, because in terms of the world, in terms of time, he's disgusted with it. He looks at wasted days, wasted years, wasted this. My whole life was one big waste. So what do I do if I go to the world of time? I'm stuck. How do I pay back my debt? I say, One moment, and this is Nitzchi, it's beyond Zman. Then the Mishnah says there's something else. The tzaddikim who hold up the system, who hold up the structure, we reward them for maintaining, maintaining that beautiful diversity, even though godliness is concealed. But the first thing is the paying back of the balichuva of the rishoyim ma'abdina sa'olam, who bring it back to one maimer, because that's what tshuva is. Tshuva is going from asara 
back to Achdos, back to Kad Malayla. How do you say that the Baal destroys the world? The Baal Shuvah destroys the world. The Baal Shuvah destroys the world in the positive. After destroying the world in the negative. Huh? But he's rebuilding a new world. He's rebuilding a world of Maimer Echad, not of Asara Mamaris. It's a different world. You understand what, you understand what we're saying? You don't understand. It's like in business, you have engineering, you have maintenance engineers, the one that maintains whatever somebody else does. And there is somebody who can actually rebuild from scratch. He recreates the world. So he's saying, but Shuvah recreates the world. Versus maintaining the world. Yeah, he has to recreate his world. Because there's nothing left to it. That's what Shuvah meant. And when he recreates it, he recreates it with Maimer Echad, not with Asad which one is the highest place? The Maimer Echad is the Because that's how it is. When you're okay, you're just okay. <laughs> you don't have to. You're in a beautiful place. Everything is good. When your car works, you don't have to open the hood and get to the depth of it, right? The car breaks down. Ah, now you open the hood. And for the first time, you see the battery. And for the first time, you see what's happening inside the hood. And then, and then you, you. Depends what you do with the hood. Depends what you do. You're not. Your computer works, it works. The computer breaks down. Suddenly, you get to know it in a much more intimate way. You have to open up all the pieces. You have to get to the source of everything. Always in life, it's that way. When a person's life is just flowing smoothly, so it's great. It's working. When ma'abdin asylum, when things are not working... So now I have to go to a much deeper place with inside of me. I have to reinvent myself. I have to recreate. And there's always a pain in that because something was lost. So why did Hashem allow an ability for a person to destroy his or her world? Why? Only one reason. So you should be able to recreate it. But how will you recreate it? You'll find the Maimer Echad. You're going to find the core of the oneness. And then you can recreate the world. Rabbi Pfeffer, can you Nine. I'm still trying to give the class. Forget about summarizing the class. <laughs> I'm still trying to give it. <laughs> yeah, Asari Mamar is, that's the, that's what Ishtalshlus is. That's why there's ten. There's ten spheres. The manifestations, yeah. Sorry, Mamar is like an Eged Esos And the Maimer Echad is the Nekud of Echad that transcends all the ten. It transcends all the ten. That's the Maimer Echad. So we live in a world of Asara Mamaris. We live in that world of the structure that we call Hishtal Shalos and Zman. The Maimer Echad is that which transcends all of it. The Balchuva, paradoxically, because he's Ma'abed, he destroyed the world of Nivra Basara Mamaras, 
So he must reach out to the Echad in order to recreate everything anew. Because his Asarim Amaris are already burnt. All his bridges are burnt. His bridges are burnt. You have a person, uh, I'll give a marshal this first thing like, you have a person who's, uh, who's trying to stay away from Mishalom a little bit, but uh, I've given Mishalom, so I'll give a marshal. <laughs> I'm going to give a marshal from a world that some of you know about very well. It's called the world of addiction. It's the Malgahed from addiction. Yeah, what type of word? That's the classic mm-hmm. The person had a life, a body, family, sometimes a wife, children. They push it, take it, and they destroy it. They destroy it through reckless behavior, through foolish choices. They destroy their days, their nights, their bodies, their literally their minds, they fry their brains. Whatever it looks like, this addiction, there's many different manifestations of it. But the common denominator is that people do this, teenagers do it to themselves, young people, older people, men, women. As a result of, uh, we had a meeting on addiction a few nights ago, we discussed it a little bit, right? Because the pain of what they're dealing with, the world for them is just an unbearable place, and they need to escape whatever the escape is. That's the escape. Here you have a classic ma'abdina sa'olam. The tzaddik, in this case, when we use the word tzaddik, it's important not to get stuck with the vocabulary of culture. You know, the tzaddik is the guy who is a tzaddik, and the baltruva is the guy who, who grew up here. We're talking the concept of tzaddik and a baltruva. Tzaddik doesn't necessarily mean that he grew up uh, in a place where there was no where there was no connection to anything. So, I mean, a baltruva. You could you could be in Monsiat Tzaddik and a baltruva. You could be in Meir Sharim at Tzaddik and baltruva. It's not it's it's in every person you have both. Also, you understand what I'm saying? So you have here a person ma'abdin asylum versus the tzaddik who doesn't destroy the world. He maintains it. He maintains it. For him, structure is beautiful. It works. It works. You wake up in the morning, there's morning. You wake up and you go to sleep at night, there's night. There's morning and there's night. But attic, there's no morning, there's no night, there's no connections, there's no loyalty, there's no trust, there's no system. Every system was destroyed. What happens to the addict? One day he looks at his life and what does he see? Huh? Saying when, when, when there's a stickle true, what does he see? He sees just a pile of, of a heap of, of 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 rubble. Exactly, it's destroyed. He destroyed everything. You look at it. what what now? What now? If he got, tunes into tshuva, or what you may want to call recovery, if he tunes into tshuva, there's only one way he can rebuild his world, and that's what he has to go to a place where other people don't have to go. All of life that works for people, for him, didn't work. He destroyed everything that was given to him. What is recovery? Recovery is, you have to connect to Maimer Echad. You have to go to that one place that wasn't destroyed. And it could never be through a God of structure. <laughs> because <laughs> I don't know that God. I don't know that. I have no relationship with it. Everything in terms of structure for him was embarrassing. He must do, de- he has, has to be daring, revolutionary. 
transcendent, creative. You speak to a regular person whose life more or less is functional, they won't tell you certain things, right? You speak to a real addict in recovery, within three minutes, he's already without any levushim. He can't afford to maintain the the facade that structure allows us. He can't. He's going to die. <laughs> he can't afford. He has to be in touch with a maimer echad. He has to be in touch with an akuda of truth that is beyond any structure. It's just not going to... Everything that works for so many people that excite them, it's not going to work for him. He has to have a unique relationship with God that's carved out from the darkness. The darkness takes him to the ultimate darkness, the darkness that transcends the light. And in that sense, he builds a relationship that is different than everybody else. It's very, very refreshing. It's very real. It's very authentic. And it's completely not based on structure. And then there's the Sachat, Tzadikim. Tzadikim, they hold, they maintain this beautiful world. That's Tshuva Kadma La'olam. Tshuva catapults you to a place that's beyond Mokim, beyond Zman. Because Makim and Zman, you just, you made a, you made a churvat of Makim and Zman. Zman, what's Zman? Zman is time. What do you do with your time? What do you do with your time? You wasted 25 years, you wasted. What do you do with your time? That's called time. You strip time from everything it has. Time was given for a reason, yeah? Every day has a purpose. What do you do with your time? You looked for another fix. That's what you did with your time. You didn't even have time. You didn't even go to time. There's no time by addicts. They're not accountable to anybody or anything. Time is accountability. There's no time. So what do you do with your time? You destroyed it. So what's now? So he could, so he can overdose. What's overdose? Overdose is the pain of destroying my world. There's no world left for me. Comes Dal Rebbe and says, instead of overdose, you have to touch a place that's higher than time. Yimas b'chayi hazman. You touch a place where there's no zman anymore. Or in our language, you touch the maimer echad. That's what tshuva really means. Tshuva means you're catapulted. Your negative darkness catapults you to a place that's beyond all holy structure. So now you destroy structure a second time in the positive sense. No. No. That's why Hashem allowed a person to be Ma'abed. There was only one reason. Why would a good God allow a person to do this to himself? Why? Why would Hashem allow this? The answer is, Lihipara, He wants you to be able to pay back your debt. How are you going to pay back your debt? You're going to go from Asarim Amaris to Maimarechad. You will destroy the world a second time. But this time it's going to be the most beautiful destruction. But then he goes back to, to Asarim Amaris? It's already Nishda Zalba Amaris. It's a different Asarim Amaris. You ever speak to a person who's been through certain experiences? They're not the, all the structures that define people don't define them. They can't live there. For them, it's going to become a lie, even though for many people it works. Because they destroyed it all. 
They, it's a different level of honesty, a different level of communication, a different level of a relationship. That's the beauty, that's the kayak of tshuva, that's the kayak of tshuva. Takes you to a place of the essence. That's the maimirecha, that's the kadma la'aylam. And that's why you could fix the past also. Zdoinus nasoloi kezachius. Why? Because you destroyed structure. If the Balchuva wants to remain in structure, you can never fix the past. Yesterday is never going to come back again. That's only if I live in the world of Zman. If I go to the world that's beyond Zman, what do you mean yesterday I can't fix? Who's talking about you? What? Yesterday, tomorrow. The yesterday is now, tomorrow is yesterday, the future is now. Of our Hoiva and us, it all converge. So yesterday's sin becomes today's mitzvah. But I can't prepare for it. I can't, I can't say, uh, I can't do it from a comfortable place. Because if I'm doing it from a comfortable place, I'm stuck in the world of Zman. I can only do it from the uncomfort, from the discomfort with the world of Zman that catapults me to the place that's beyond Zman, like the spaceship, which takes me out of the gravitational pull. And then once I'm in that place, literally time changes. And if time changes, so then what was yesterday a sin and a transgression and failure becomes today's divine connection. No feedback. Isn't this like the essence of life? (laughs) What I'm saying? Huh? How do you touch it? It's fine, it's fine. I don't mind any questions. I don't mind any questions. That's not my, I don't have an issue with any questions, trust me. I have much more an issue with no questions than with questions. <laughs> the second part of that question is can. That's how so far. Yeah, exactly. The shtalshalus becomes, in 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 a way, for the for the tzaddik, shtalshalus becomes a good trap, not a bad trap, a holy trap. <laughs> so good to velt. Ah, I love you, The baltshuva, everything is shattered. There's nothing left. There's no ladder. <laughs> so what does he have? It's a maimer echad. Again, the baltruva here is not describing what we call a baltruva, that he lived in this and this place for 20 years or 30 years, and then he met Ploini ben Ploini, and he moved to Monsi. We're not talking about it. It's, it's a tnua in the nefesh. It's, it's a certain life. It's a certain tnua. That's also called tshuva. It's a different type of tshuva. So is he on a higher level? He's in a higher level than it's at the Gemara says, Why? It's not fair. Just because I'm not a Baltruva, that's why I can't be with a Baltruva. The guy sins his whole life, then he does Truva and he's higher than the Tzaddik. So if you're looking at Judaism in that sense, like a, a checkpoint, points, then it's not fair. <laughs> Somebody once wrote me an email. She said, it's not fair. She has a neighbor or friend, sinned her whole life, then did tshuva, and they say that she's getting Olam Haba better than her. She says, Nebuch, I had to be through my whole life. <laughs> so how do I explain to her? 
she's now she's jealous. Yeah, very good. I was thinking that she never considers herself a from Jew when she's jealous of this person who sinned their whole life and did shuv at the end. She completely doesn't begin to know what Yiddishkeit is. You understand what I'm saying? For her, it's a check. Whatever it is, I'm not judging. I'm just saying it's a checklist. I did this, I did this, I did this, I did this. Yeah, I'm 85 years old. I'm ready for Elam Haben, 10, 20 years, whatever. Here's a person. The checklist, they never showed up. Yeah, they came the last day of school. They took the final. Yeah, they did well. And eh, it's not fair. She wrote to me, she said, I had to work 40 years. I have to work 40 years. And here's a person. But the Nikudas are really much deeper Nikud. <laughs> It's like you say, a person ate healthy their whole life, and then you didn't eat healthy, and you're still alive. Why didn't you die? You ate healthy. It's not a bad thing that you ate healthy. But the vart is that um, that the tenuah of tshuva is one tenuah. It's a type of tenuah in life that the tzaddik can't go there. doesn't mean the tzaddik should become a balaveira. That's not the vart. He has a different shlichas. He has a different mission. You want to know what it means? You want to know what this Maimer Echad looks like? Huh? You want to know what it looks like? Are we in Zman now or are we in Zman? No, 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 no. <laughs> Reb Tzadik HaKayin of Lublin writes, says a Sefer Tzidka Satzadik, so he writes there, and also the Kamayner Rebbe writes this in a Sefer Kesem Oifer on the Megillah. Why did Moshe break the Luchas? When the Jews made the, a golden calf, Moshe broke the luchas. Why do you have to break the luchas? They don't deserve it. So give it back to Hashem. Hide it. It was such a priceless thing. Talk about priceless. Hashem made it. Why break it? Why destroy it? What was the point? So the Tzaddik says as follows. He says that in order to fix somebody, you have to empathize with them. I can't help you if I don't understand you, because I don't relate to you. I could tell you, come up to my ivory tower, but if I don't see what you're going through, I can't really pick you up from the mud, because I never felt the mud, so you're not going to relate to me. It's a famous story of Reb Nachman of Breslov, you know, with the, the, the child who decided he's a rooster, right, and he went under the table, and then the other person also had to be the rooster and got under the table. If you don't get under the table, you can't heal him. The Baal Shem Tov said, Shliach Tzibur, She'enoi mechuyiv bedavar, E'enoi moitzi eserabim yudei chevosa. So he tells her, Shliach Tzibur, who's not guilty, mechuyiv, he can't take the people out of the chayva. So he says, Moshe can always fix and help the Jewish people, because he was with them. So he saw it at least, he was part of it, on some level, but now he was on the mountain. So he had no relationship to anything they did. Hashem told him two words, Lech reid, go down. So the Tzaddik says, Lech Reid means go down, not just physically and not just go down from your godless. Go down means go down into their world. Lech Reid. So what he said was that Moshe broke the Luchas. This is very daring. The Gemara says in Mesech Shabbos Kuv Dalad, HaMashaber Kalim Bachamosoy, HaReyu Ka'evid Avaydezara. If somebody breaks vessels when he's angry, He's like worshipping idols. When Moshe, so to speak, kevayachal, to be very sensitive, when Moshe broke the luchas, so bedakus, dedakus, in a very, very subtle way, what is he called? So to speak, the Gemara says such a person is kaivid avodah So now he's one with the Jewish people. 
Once he's one with the Jewish people, he could bring them back up. That's what he says. Huh? In other words, yeah. It says he got angry. So however you touch it, whatever. Yeah. So I see that as a classic example of this. If you would open up a safer and look, it says break the law, you're not going to find anywhere a source for breaking the luchas. It's not, it's not part of the structure. It's not, it's not what you do. The Jews were beyond hope. They were beyond repair. God says there's no hope anymore. So now Moshe had to decide there is hope or there's no hope. There's only one way there could be hope, and that is if he broke everything. Moshe also broke the structure. He broke Torah. He broke the Ten Commandments. Very good. Very good. Good. He broke all ten in one shot. But what did he? What, but why did he break all ten? He broke all ten because he was Megala the Yudgimel Midas Harachemem. In other words, Vinitzafta Latzur. He revealed the connection that can't be broken. But without breaking the ten, he could never reveal that connection. He had to go down into the deepest, deepest, deepest dumps and bring them back up. Now you're going to say, what's the source? Would he have a source for this? I can't argue with you. I don't have a source. Right? Sometimes you have a child who's lost. Yeah. Somebody, somebody's in the sea. Somebody's in the ocean. One of the rabbis was, somebody's in the sea drowning. She said, you take off your clothes and you jump in. He said, no, I don't take off my clothes. I don't take off my clothes. This is my structure. That's fine. But when somebody's in the water <laughs> and the clothes are just going to carry you, they're just going to become a burden, they won't let you save them. You strip all your clothing. What does this mean spiritually? We all have a way in which we are comfortable serving Hashem. It's called the comfort zone. And sometimes it's holy. It's not a bad thing. It's called Asarim Amaras. There's a system. There's a way. And it's a Jewish system. We're not talking about a system that is ridiculous and absurd. And we're talking about a system that's divine, that's holy. But here's a person whose system got completely destroyed. If I insist on sticking to a system, I lose myself and I lose him. I have to take off, I have to reinvent myself, I have to break my luchas, I have to throw off all my levushim and jump in. And somebody who doesn't have to deal with this doesn't understand this. You know, there's sometimes a doctor, middle of surgery, he has to do extreme measures to break every bone in the body. Really? You know, breaking a person's bones? Yeah, but it does, it's not what the, 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 the resident says, the textbook doesn't say this. But 60 years of experience says this. You gotta break every bone in his body. How do you, what are you doing this? You destroy him, you're gonna kill him. No, I'm gonna save him. Your typhus the Nakuda or not? But there's a Sodom Amaris. You're right, there's a Sodom Amaris. You're right. The same is true with the Balchuvah Lagabe himself. There's no way he's gonna fix his world if he doesn't get to the Maimarechat. The same is true with somebody else. Sometimes with other people, you could see it a little easier than yourself. You have this constantly. There are people, there's somebody who's been coming to this shir and he was dealing with a teenager who uh, was very, very lost. But her family could not accept, this was quite a few years ago. The, the end is not a happy ending over there, but uh, it happened a few years ago. And this the girl was a very, very deep soul. But the family couldn't relate to her because she didn't fit into the structure. So what they do, 
They tried to manipulate her to fit into the structure as much as possible, and they meant well. What were they missing? They were missing, and I'm not judging anybody here because it's very hard, they were missing the ability to be able to go out of their own structure. In other words, I'll accept you as long as you fit into this box, which is a beautiful box. The problem is for this person, the box is destroyed. So now you have to choose. Is there a relationship still or there's no relationship still? Is the only way out death? Now this is not an easy thing to break down your own box in order to create an opening for this person. Because this person will not come into a box for whatever reason. For them the box is non-existent. So now the question is, if I leave my box intact, you're not coming in, I lose you. Do I break down my box and I say here, I can't, I can't, you don't plan these things. It's not how you're supposed to live. You don't make a plan. This is how the family is going to work. Uh, the Balsham Tev Sukkah. You remember we spoke about the Balsham Tev Sukkah? Huh? I never told you the Misa. The Balsham Tev Sukkah one year had every problem in the world. Every conceivable problem in the world. To the point that the Rabbonim of Brod, where he lived, came and they said the Sukkah is possible. He used good asik, mit good aches, mit, uh, <coughs> every possible hetter in the world. Sukkah has a lot of loopholes. <laughs> every, the worst sukkah you can have. And they said it's not kosher. And a note came into the sukkah. It said, Malach Matat. Okay, so they realized that the sukkah is kosher. But the question is, why did he, well, he couldn't build a normal sukkah, get another wall, a little more schach, nobody would help him build a sukkah. If you don't have, you don't have. The pshat is the Baal of sukkah, he wanted to take in every Jew. He wanted every Jew should be in his sukkah. But some Jews feel like a doif and a kuma. <laughs> a good achis, a good asik, they don't fit. The perfect sukkah takes in perfect people. He wanted every broken person with crooked walls and openings and covers should feel at home in his sukkah. So he created a sukkah, such a sukkah. So, so of course, you're not let to break Shulchan Aruch. This is not a hetah to break Shulchan Aruch. The Bashem didn't make a sukkah. Who needs a sukkah? I'll bring them into my dining room. That's not a Jewish thing to say. That's come from Kalos Rosh. You don't care. We're not talking about that. We're talking very subtle things. It's a very subtle thing. Moshe Rabbeinu broke the luchas. Hashem told him, This is the right thing to do. We're not talking about doing the wrong thing because I do the wrong things because I have my own hetayim because I don't care really. That's not what we're talking about. That's hefkedus. You know, people confuse the two. This comes from more years shemayim, not from less years shemayim. That's the difference. There's people who destroy boxes, because they don't have Yerushimah. There's people that have more Yerushimah. You, you, you get what I'm saying? This is Lagabi the Baltruva himself also. In the world of Asada Mamadas, there's no future. But says there's no future. There's no past, so there's no future. So you must go to a place of Maimer Echad. Maimer Echad. What's Maimer Echad? Maimer Echad is the Kud of Echad that's beyond any structure. It doesn't look like it. In simple terms, it means it's connecting to God in a way that it doesn't have to look like anything. You know what I mean? Huh? 
Now suddenly you understand? Not getting stuck in what looks like. Sometimes you get stuck, it has to look a certain way. How do you know what it has to look like? How do you know what a relationship with God looks like? What does it look like? I don't know what it looks like. Asar Mamaris, it has a look. There's structure. There's things yet, things not. Maimer Echad, I don't know what it looks like. What does a relationship with God look like? It looks like exactly what it is. <laughs> this is the Maisa, you know, the Maisa again with the town of Balshamtiv. His wife destroyed the Esrig, you know, right? He spent everything on buying the Esrig. Yeah. If he would have been, what would have, what would have happened? He should have blown up. Yeah. Broken a window. <laughs> that would have been normal. He paid his, his whole savings of a year. He invested in an Esrig. She took the Esrig and she bit off the pitta. What did he do <laughs> instead? Huh? He connected to her. Why? Because his Yiddishkeit was not stuck in a certain image, in a certain structure. It's Sukkis, an asterisk, an asterisk, an asterisk, an asterisk. Sukkis is an asterisk, and it's the Emesazoi. For a tzaddik, Sukkis is an asterisk. It's not, not an asterisk. But he had to be a Baltruva. Because his wife destroyed his asterisk. He had no asterisk on Sukkis. Huh? What does what does Dvekis with Hashem look like right now? I got no Esrig, I got no Tefillin, I got no Sukkis. What does it look like? I got nothing. What does it look like? I'm going to connect to you. God is still here. But it's a different Maim. It's a Maim Echad. It's, it's a Nekud of Achtos. It doesn't have a certain image. It doesn't have a certain structure. In normal times, you don't need it. Baruch Hashem. Ayid comes home, Erev Sukkot, with a big asterisk, you feel good, you sit in the Sukkot two hours, yeah, you ma'agid the lulav, and that's how you should do it. <laughs> we don't say echta v'ashav, but that's what tshuva, but there's something in tshuva that the mistake, the problem, the challenge, the, the destruction allows you to connect to a God that is really beyond any limit. And it takes you out of that. And that's where you could reheal everything. That's where you reconnect. And then you could come back to the Asara Mamaris. You could come back from the Mayim Merechad. It's not like you're never supposed to have an estrogen again on Sukkot. Or the Luchas are supposed to be broken forever. No, you make, you make, you rebuild Luchas. It's not about romanticizing destruction. You get a second Luchas. That's a Balich Mokim, that's the Balich Shuvah. But this happens from tshuva. This the kadma la'olam. The tshuva, it's like the spaceship. It, it, the combustion of sin. Sin creates a combustion that unleashes such power, the archeizer, that throws him into a place that's kadma la'olam. Okay, genug verheint, yeah? I think by, by the way, that's a tremendous difficulty for Bolshu to come to the structured world of Sadiq uh, here. Because, because the truth is, according to them, it should be rebuilt again. The truth is that that becomes a very tragic reality when the, the Tzaddik forces the Bolshuva into his structure, which for the Bolshuva is a betrayal of his relationship with God. Instead of the Balchuva elevating the tzaddik, the tzaddik degrades, degrades the Balchuva to the Asadam Amaris, and it destroys his connection. Because for the tzaddik it works, because he functions in that orbit. For the Balchuva, the whole, his whole truth came from revolution.
Right. It didn't come from evolution. It came from revolution. And then he goes into a world of where they mock, they mock any uh, creativity. So he has to stifle the whole spirit of revolution, which is what made him become a Baltruva. Right, right. That's the big, big distraction also. Psychological also, emotionally. Yeah. And, then, and then the truth is that, you know, after looking into this world, I want to destroy it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The Maimer Echad. Where are we? The, the first real Bolshevik was Moshe Rabbeinu. So the first real Moshe, person that that actually. So now actually, I think the Torah was given as as a tool for Bolsheviks. Of course, Moshe Rabbeinu actually was course. the first Bolshevik. Destroyed ten. The breaking of the Luchas was the breaking of the Ten Commandments. It's a fascinating idea. He is the one. He is. The, you can give me a hug every day, by the way, not only today. Really? I'm afraid to get so familiar. I mean, which is, no, I'm just, but I understand I today why you're giving me a hug. Moshe is the first one who broke the Ten Commandments. That Bachelor was right. Where is he? I'd get gezakt. Didn't expect it from, uh, <laughs> from him. <laughs> yeah. You hear Nochem? Moshe was the first one who broke all the Ten Commandments simultaneously. It's a beautiful art. And with that, he saved Klal Yisrael. But he put it very well, how he broke all the Ten. That was, that was good, good gezakt. It was uh, acute, sharp. Okay, Tayyid Eden. Back to structure. Because the Alter Rebbe's Lamailam in Azman was real, therefore he went back into Zman. was <laughs> 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 So Yidin was booking sich zu lemailem in Azman. Zei meinen zei nisch verloren in Azmanis. Er hat sich nisch gebookt zu kein Sachen nisch. Das hat er gekämpft mit Chabel sein. Verstehst? Sometimes you gotta wait till late 22. So es verschreiben. So es verschreiben ist in Azman. This class is brought to you by the yeshiva.net. Please help us continue the classes. Make even a small contribution at www.theyeshiva.net slash donate.